Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowlology Report, episode two. I'm Damien Fleming, and joining me is a man who wore the baggy green number 394, only the third Brad to do it in the history of Australian cricket. He's a legend of the East Sandringham Cricket Club. It's, of course, Bradley Hodge. Welcome, Bradley. Flemo, good to be here. How's things? Can you know, I'm pretty good. Can you name the other three Brads that have played Test cricket for Australia? Only been three. Four, four, three oh, plus four, yourself. Yeah. Well, it probably wasn't a popular name back in the early 1900s. Well, it wasn't, surprisingly enough. Um, and there's only been one Kepler. Yeah, well, true. That doesn't surprise me. No, I can name one. Will you keep it for Australia, Brad Haddon? He was yep. pretty good. One of the greats. Yep. Um, the other two. Current era, you were the third, third. Bradley. Right. There was two before you. Two before me. Brad Wigney? Wiggers, no, I think, was in a squad. Jeez, we love Pitua. Brad Wigney. We love Pitua. We love Just him. a toe in when he was bowling. Very good white ball bowler, Brad Wigney. Yeah, pretty good. Um, let me have a get. I, I reckon I've got one. Yes. I reckon he's Far a away. spinner. Yep. Brad Hogg. Yes. Hoggy, uh, the Hogwash. Still playing. Renegades. Still playing. Yep. He was my idol. Tongues out. Is, got, I, have to, I have to outplay the Hoggy. I think Hoggy's my ambition. age, isn't he? 47. Yep. Okay, one more. One and, more. A, and a guy, actually, you'll know it because he was actually one of your better cricketing mates when you were coming through the Victorian cricket pathway. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, I reckon I know who it is. Go. I reckon he's from Morning Peninsula. Correct. And he bowled super fast Thunderbolts, Brad Williams. Yes, he was. Yeah, my fellow Melbourne Career Club player as well. Uh, had the blonde hair, had the earring. It was, he was sort of almost he? a... Um, Poor man's at that stage, Shane Warne bowling fast, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, that's probably the Frankston coming out of him more than the Mornington Peninsula. Okay. Uh, it was probably more of the played yellow. Played for the Baxter Career Club where my cousins yeah, played. Yeah, it's probably more of the yellow shade of blonde tips than blonde. Um, but he was fast. Well, he was the fastest Victorian bowler that I played with. Yep. Yeah, and, I... and right over the top, uh, got good bounce. And by the time he played for Australia, he actually bowled quite well in one-day cricket for Australia, but he was more in the high 130, 140 mark. So he'd become a a more astute bowler when he went to Western Australia, but nowhere near as fast. Like it was... It, it wasn't quite Brett Lee, but I don't think it was far off. No, when when he was younger, I reckon he was Brett Lee. I reckon they were probably on par. Um, Brett was probably marginally... Probably more skillful moving the outswinger um, when he was younger, but devastatingly quick. Being used to just like the nose and toes when he yeah. was a youngster, as did as did Willow. Um, but is probably, there anything in the peroxide blonde hair? Uh, Do, does that add a yard or two? Tomo was quick. Yep. Um, maybe 
Devin Malcolm, he didn't have it though. He was pretty quick. Maybe he should have. Could have hit uh, 160. Yeah. Uh, but look, he was quick, Willow. Um, I played under-17s and under-19s with him, and he was one of those guys where players in opposition teams knew when they were coming against Victoria. No, thanks. They, they just said, no, thank you. No, thanks. So no. there's the, the history of uh, Brad's mm. in Australian Test Cricket. Okay, things you need to know in cricket today. And the GOAT lived up to his name yesterday. The greatest of all time, Nathan Lyon, is now the seventh most prolific test wicket-taker in the history of Australian cricket. You know Jason Gillespie, the big Diz, yes. he's gone. Well, he's gone. The yeah. GOAT's gone past him. Unbelievable. Five for 77 on day one, the GOAT. Open the bowling for Australia, an off-spin bowler opening the bowling. The first time, Bradley, since 1938 test match over there in England, in knots, Bill O'Reilly opened the bowling. In the first innings of a test match, unbelievable! Look, I would have thought, I would have thought Funky Miller might have opened the bowling. But did he open the bowling as an out swing bowler or a off spin bowler? I know he opened the bowling because twice I was twelfth man and omitted yeah. because he bowled oh, a few little out swingers, yes. but mainly for his spin. So, um, yeah. wasn't happy about that. But what an effort! And and now. He's poised to take over from the spin king, Shane Warne. He's only 448 wickets behind, behind the great man. Well, I'll tell you what. If he gets within 447, I reckon we'll see an <laughs> unfortunate injury to the goat, uh, Gazza Lion, because there's no chance in the world Warney's letting anyone get any. Do you reckon he's got mates record. in high places? Warnie. I would have thought just- so. I would have thought there's some gangsters in Las Vegas that he knows that uh, Plays poker can take care of a few of those things if need be. But 448 away, he'll definitely have no hair left, Nathan Lyon, after that. No. There's not much left now, but... Uh, but a great effort, wasn't yeah. it? And I think he's got three fifers in a row. His stats in the subcontinent this year are outstanding. It's around... Averaging 21 runs, you know, India, Sri Lanka. So he's yeah. improved. Also, what I liked, well, his quotes were, in my terms, I've, I've learnt to bowl ugly. That might be a bit of round arm bowling mm. for me, trying to undercut the ball. And the stock ball is actually my variety because on day one, the ball really didn't turn a lot. Oh, it did absolutely nothing. But uh, he was able to provide his own variation. That's what he's talking about bowling ugly. Yeah, he's just he's keeping himself in the game. I think that uh, as an off-spin bowler, especially in, in Australia, we've got such great quality quicks. Um, unless you're a warny, you're always throwing the ball to the quicks. I think that's just that's just the, something which is inbred in the captain's DNA in Australia. Yeah. Um, we love to see the ball fly through to the keeper and spin as a, a second option. Finally, we've had... The greatest of all time, opening the bowling. Yes. So spin now has become a Trendy. first option, a priority. There's Absolutely. kids out there shaving their head, bowling off. He's undercutting the ball. As yep. I said, they're learning to bowl ugly out in the backyards back now because of Nathan Lyon. Yes, yes. And uh, look, whatever works. I think that he had criticisms in the past about bowling you know, overseas, especially in India. But I think people need to understand that bowling in India – and Sri Lanka, and, and people that are good against spin. It's a tough assignment yes. for anyone, and not many people have dominated, but I'm pleased to see that these off-spinners have come through. I We talked a little bit off-air about, uh, you know, Funky Miller. Um, 
Well, I, I, why we led to that was it's Bruce Yardley's 70th birthday, yeah. one of the few Australian off-spinners that have taken 100 wickets. He was International Cricketer of the Year in 1981-82, yeah. you know, beating my idol, Dennis Silly. He had this long-angled run-up. I don't know if you – you might be a bit long, young to remember Rue Yardley, um, but he took a lot of wickets. It was funny enough, he was an ex-outswing bowler when he started yeah. for Western Australia, a baseball pitcher. And like Colin Miller, who was also yeah. an outswing bowler and a, and a baseballer, I wonder if there's something in that, that 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 the quick arm speed actually gets more revolutions on the ball. Maybe. As outswing bowlers, they're always going to have an arm ball because really it is it's just an off-spinner's outswing delivery. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, besides an out-and-out off-spinner like Nath Lyon, mm. for those medium paces we're trying to turn into off-spinners, yeah. um, or, or should we be trying to do it more? You know, well, average medium paces, get them bowling off spin. Why not? Um, yeah, why not? I imagine Rue would have had a pretty good tash too in the 70s. Well, we had, it. you know, my first Shield game, yeah. 1989, yeah. I'm 18. He played in it. He made a comeback after nine years. That's he was 42. Awesome. That's awesome. And after each day's play, a few beers, he's just holding mm. court. And he still had the mark. One that's of the great characters of Australian cricket. Yeah, and that's when you had your... Mullet. You mullet as well. Yeah, I'm looking to bring Good that back days. this summer. Good old days. Other thing you need to know, I think Matty Wade, who was under pressure to keep his spot, had one of his best keeping days of his test career. He took a really good catch to get rid of uh, Shakib. Uh, the stumping was outstanding as well. It was quick thinking and yes. it was good execution. Only let through the five buys after 30 in the, in the first test match there. And for one... Um, they, he had to play this test match, in my belief, because you can't pick a specialist wicketkeeper for a two-test tour and then drop them after one. That just no, means you made a no, selection error in the first place. Absolutely, and he's probably gone. Um, it would have been a huge selection call because if you drop him now, then he's probably dust for the ashes, and I think they need to keep that in mind. Um, he did an excellent job, and those five buyers was from Paddy Cummins late in the day who was... Chuck one down the leg side with the second new ball, and Matty had no Burn. chance. So, look, he had, he had a fantastic day. Um, bounced back, which is the type of courageous person that he is. Um, he's a little fighter, and um, he, would have, he wouldn't have liked the criticism, but he's obviously accepted it. But he's, he's a common-sense sort of guy, uh, guy yeah. Matty Waite. He knows his run's output is not enough to, to have a sustained run in the Test match team. He, he, I think he's a... A wonderful batsman. I like him in the subcontinent. I could see where they were going, Wade versus Neville, as in Wade has more uh, boundary shots in the mm. subcontinent. He's a, he's a strong sweeper of the ball. He's got genuine power, but he's not scoring runs. No, it's that, uh, look, it's a it's an important aspect. You ask the, the traditional keepers in the world, they'll tell you to pick the best keeper, but unfortunately the game has slowly moved. moved. On. It's moved. It's moved. Adam Gilchrist changed the goalposts. And um, and the greatest Brad to play Test cricket for Australia, Brad Haddon was pretty good. Absolutely, and he just filled those shoes at Gilly and and those guys, along with guys like Matty Pryor as well for England, who contributed oh, with the a bat and, and you know yeah. did well. Now you see Josh Butler and and these guys. So Besto, yeah, you've you've just got to be up there, averaging thirty with a bat, and twenty doesn't cut it. And uh, but he's got two innings, well at least two innings to prove himself, weighty. Yeah, well, there is this. There will be a selection dilemma if he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get him over the line. Well, I think it'll get down to shield runs. I think they've 
got two shield games and it'll be a, a bad off. Mm. Peter Neville averages 43, I think, in yeah, first-class cricket. And Alex Carey got picked for that Australia A tour as well. So good reports about him. Yeah, he's one to look out for sure. Okay, what about the team they actually picked? Just mm. going back a day here. The Sock, under suspension from uh, New South Wales. He's back in. Didn't go to Darwin. I'm assuming he didn't go to Darwin because of the suspension. You'd but think so. But if he was a chance... If there was an injury and he was the next in line, surely he had to go because John Holland, who played in that Sri Lankan series, got dropped, has gone back and dominated Shield cricket. Yeah. Saw the highlights from Darwin. He had them actually tied on the crease. They didn't know what to do with him. So it's an interesting one. I know Sock's history of that 12 wickets early in the year would be um, in the selectors' eyes, but... Geez, I think John Holland. Uh, and the other thing I'm realising in this test match too, it's interesting, Stephen O'Keefe, smaller than the other two spinners, mm. more round arm, yeah. bowling slower, slower was yeah. ineffective on day one. Holland, taller, uses flight. Might have been a better option, unless they think he's too much like Ashton Agar. Look, maybe. I'm not look, I'm not sure. I'd love to know the ins and outs of this selection. It, it must have been a tough one. Uh I, I just can't see how they've overlooked Holland in this situation. Um, he's done everything right. He's he's, he's gone and, and had an unbelievably good Sheffield Shield season, as ha- as has Steve O'Keefe in the past couple of seasons as well. So both of them extremely good players. Uh, but I reckon this is a bit of a captain's call, actually. Okay. I think that this is one where the captain from New South Wales has backed his, his maiden and the selectors have run with it. And um, unfortunately, there just wasn't enough support around the table for Johnny Holland, as, as devastating as that is. Um, unfortunately, that's a selection panel, the way it works, and one gets in and one misses out. Yeah, I think the captain still needs to have a strong say. They're the ones that are captaining on the field, but there's always got to be balance, and that's what the other selectors are going to be bringing from the table. Hilton Cartwright comes in for his second test match. They were saying a little bit to help out with the medium pace as well. He didn't open up the bowling, and... Um, I don't think he's going to run through the Bangladesh boys with the ball. But, um, you know, a hard-hitting batsman, and and if it doesn't break up too much in the first innings, you know, he is, he is capable of scoring quickly. Yeah, look, I like him as a cricketer. Um, I think he's probably going to find himself more of a white ball cricketer than red ball in, in the short future. He'll definitely develop, but I can't see how 107 kilometre an hour full tosses to Bangladesh batsmen are ever going to have an effect in world cricket. Might be a game plan. Might be a game plan. We've all shanked one the deep long line on me wicket a couple of times, but look, he hasn't played for a while as well. So I reckon when he played in Sydney, he did a really good job. And, you know, these guys that might have been short of a gallop and a little bit rusty, he probably has only been bowling in the nets, been sitting on the pine for the last 10 or 12 days. So he's coming and... and he looks like he'd be more effective in um, England, South African conditions at number six. He, yeah. You know, he could definitely bowl you half a dozen overs and he seems like a very astute cricketer. Yep. Um, but that's tough conditions there. Uh, just We've had a, a statement from Cricket Australia. Um, security manager Sean Carroll, on route back to the hotel last night, a window Ooh. on the Australian team bus was broken. No one was injured. Team security personnel are currently in discussions with local authorities to investigate the cause. It is believed to be a small rock or stone. So no, no right. cricket ball, Okay. small rock or stone. Right. Well, first of all, we will 
squash the rumours that it was Us- Usman Khawaja. Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, yeah. It wasn't? No, that, no, no. Oh. Usman dropped, didn't play his 25th test. Okay. Because but... I've wanted to do that a couple of times in yes. my career. So I can understand if it was Usman, but it wasn't. It wasn't Let's Usman. just clear that up. Um, the other thing he's that, running out the drinks. I mean, he's he's disappointed, but he's yeah. he's, he's around the team. Well, the other thing Good on you, K. It wasn't Hilton Cartwright either, because it was apparently trajectory was faster than 107 kilometers an hour. But I think he's throwing arm. He's got oh, a rocking okay. arm, Cartwright. Yeah, okay. So well, it wasn't bowled at the team yeah. bus. It was thrown. Okay, that's cool. Right. Uh, we've had no confirmation on Jackson Bird. However, okay, okay. Camo's Chittagong excellent adventure. I don't know if you caught Pat Cummins' first spell yesterday. He's the only quick plane. It was electrifying. It was fast on a on a belter. He really the angle across the left handers was fantastic. He was getting playing misses. His variation of length was excellent. You know, catching him on the crease, the odd bouncer, the odd fuller Yorker. Had got one nick to Glenn Maxwell, Maxi, seriously, do we have to talk about slippers looking after their bowlers? Yes. That was an absolute shocker. I shocker. don't know what happened there, but I don't know if you saw the deterioration of uh, Paddy Cummins throughout <laughs> the day. He went off. He had to be re-strapped. He, yeah. had to be, he had to get his core temperature down because Chittagong in Bangladesh is on the southeastern coast of Bangladesh, has a tropical monsoon climate. Now, monsoons are large-scale sea breezes which occur when the temperature on land is significantly warmer or cooler than the temperature of the ocean. So yesterday, 32 degrees, 96% humidity. Um, By the 16th over, I thought Paddy was going to photosynthesize. And I don't know whether humans can, but but he was pretty much as close as I've seen to it. He looked close to death, didn't he? he so guy. for people listening, to play in those um, oppressive heat mm. and um, high humidity cities, I tell you what, it it, it real nothing prepares you for it. The worst the worst day I ever had, we were in nineteen ninety eight tour to India, a place called Cochin. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, it's normally very humid when it is mm. near the near the um, water there, the ocean, and um, nothing prepared for us. I remember in the warm-up, now Jeff Marsh used to do basically training sessions for the warm-up. <laughs> they weren't warm-up, they were training sessions. Right. So we're doing everything. Looking at the Indians, they're coming out doing little throw downs, yeah. then then walking in. Oh, and, you yeah. know, Aussie yeah. cricketers are like, oh, look at those soft blokes over yeah. there. No, yeah. they're not. They're not soft. Yeah. The, Indian, it, the Indian cricketers are smart. Is this what Mark Waugh called the the fourth session? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah but it's the first session yeah. of the four. Yeah. So okay. training session, and I just remember I've either got really unfit all of a sudden, but I'm battling. We bowl first, <laughs> and it's tough. We actually get Sachin Tendulkar out cheaply, under 10. So yeah. he'd, he'd made 3,000 runs against us in that previous yeah. eight weeks. So we yeah. thought, beauty, the little master can have a bad day. Yeah. Casper, Michael Kasperich, our big quick, had been the only person that lasted the whole tour in that time. He got that disorientated. He kept trying to run off the opposite foot he normally did <laughs> and just falling on the turf, right? So we carted him off. All of a sudden, he's back on, and he sort of jeaned himself up like a jockey, you know, hitting his yep. butt back like that, trying to get in. Once again, started, and he's just out. And I remember I just was bowling, and at the squilching in, inside your boots, yeah, like you're the, that the moisture, and I bowled six etras, right? So I had to bowl an extra over. Oh my word! And I just remember Anna Mark Hodgie just thinking, I don't care what happens with this ball. I just want to get the ball <laughs> down the other end. So we get in there and we get flogged. Yeah. And um, Sachin Tendulkar, you know the little master yeah. who's going to have his bad day. Yeah, yeah he got five for thirty. 
He got five, five for 30. 30. Far with the bat. So he turned five. around and got man of the match. Is that what so he got man of the match. My God. And as we're walking off, the locals, they're, they're just hitting us with everything. You know, rocks, <laughs> oranges, watermelons, which was that because I reckon that looked like I was bowling watermelons yeah, that day. Probably. What about yourself? Me, I look similar similar conditions. It was in uh, Chennai, actually, where um, yeah, we went over there for the, uh, what was known then as the AIS Cricket Academy. And... Uh, We'd gone over there and, and I was playing and hadn't taken a liking to the local cuisine as yet. Uh, wasn't used enough, to the yeah. uh, spices. And, and in Chennai, it is generally around 36 degrees with the 96 to 98% humidity. And I was a bit like young Renshaw in, in that first test oh, match yeah. in India. Um, Some tummy grumbles. But lucky enough, he actually got to go to the toilet. I was oh. I, I didn't make... I didn't make the, the follow through when you weren't bowling. I actually played a beautiful cover drive, and all of a sudden, mm. you know, the four turned into a boundary and a little bit more in the inside of the pants. Anyway, um, and you just bat on. You don't run off, do you? Well, I couldn't. I, I I actually didn't know what to do because the the two Indian umpires didn't really understand a lot of no. English, um, and I was on fifteen at this time. I managed to get uh, eighty two. Oh. so. Um, I'm not surprised by that. No, but I couldn't. I, I couldn't actually take the field because of the uh, the amount of uh, the, the the German well, soccer player Chaschfinkter that had managed to get into my bottom. Oh no, well, I remember that day in coaching. Got batsmen were coming off and having to get helped with their their pads off. I, my, I just remember just lying there, and it took me mm. about ninety minutes to get my boots off. I just couldn't bend over to. Do much, get rid of the no, shoelaces, go I, there. Talking about um, players who do some superhuman things, um, there was a match in the Caribbean Premier League and Rakeem Cornwell, who's supposedly the world's heaviest cricketer. Not supposedly. Do you reckon he is? Yes. And he hits the ball beautifully. And the 24-year-old recorded his first T20-50 78 or 44 balls, most of them in fours or sixes. But he had a run in, not surprisingly, with Kieran Pollard. No, not had a good week, has he, Kieran? Pollard, not happy that um, Big Rakeem exhausted himself with his hitting and, and just proceeded to walk off. No. And I, and I don't think it's monsoon season over there. No, Big uh, big Cornwall. Just, oh, look, I think Rakeem has actually seen the chicken wings and... and and the ribs time on off from the barbecue there at St Kitts and Nevis, and thought, right, oh, that's oh, I've had enough of this. Time to go. Yeah, time to go. I tell you what, though, I want to see more of Cornwall. We well, there's a lot to see, but I mean, I want to see more of him at international level. He smashes yeah, him. Bowls some offies too, doesn't he? He does bowl some offies. I don't think he can run any further than four steps. So, um, pretty much, that's all he can bowl. Well done, well done, Cornwall. Okay, last one here. What about Virat Kohli? You could talk about his career just about every week, I would have thought, but he scored his 30th one-day international century during the week. Well, they're consecutive hundreds. This one just coming off 116 balls. Mm. He equals Australian great Ricky Ponting as second behind Sachin Tendulkar's 49 wow. one-day international hundreds. What about this first stat, though? Ricky Ponting, one of the greatest bats of all time, took 365 innings for those 30 hundreds. Coley? 194, almost half the innings. Oh, they're ridiculous numbers. Uh, and look, to think that he'll, he'll probably track down Sachin pretty comfortably the way he's going. I, I thought Steve Smith would go close to tracking down Sachin as well. 
Um, but but what's Saxon this? got a hundred, a hundred international hundreds. Yeah, it's, that's a lot of runs. It's, I got sick of bowling to Saxon. Oh, we was out I just have to go to India all the time. Well, I reckon pretty much a lot of people are getting sick of bowling at Virat too. What I like about Virat too, he's got some quotes here, and in the article from uh, over there in the Times, it said, "With the tone of an ancient soul." So I'm visualising Yoda from Star Wars. Ah. Coley goes, "At this stage of your career, it becomes about awareness." What the team wants you to do. Last game was an opportunity for me to come out and play the game. That was his 131 off 96 balls. But today, the responsibility was on me at 2 for 29 that I had to hang in there. And I reckon the number of times I've been in that situation, you need a plan and then you react to the situation. That scares me if I was a bowler. He seems so adaptable in any situation, in any form of the game. Well, A, he's a good leader. Um, I think he's re- he's leading this side really well. Um, since he's taken over, they've got a great record. He's leading from the front. By example, exactly what Ricky Ponting did when he took the field as leader of, of Australia. And scary to think that if he's using Yoda's skills and using the force, yeah. um, what is possible of this young man is, is unheard of. Uh, the world is that he, the world is his oyster. The well, the force is with anyway. him. The force is with him. That's not with the bowlers. No, no. Well, you no chance actually. So we, uh, even look, we played against him in IPL two years ago, and he got nine hundred runs in yeah, fifteen no. games, fourteen games. It's ridiculous. Let's he hope two. He got a hundred both times when we played him. Yeah, we didn't know what hundreds in T Twenty cricket. Well, let's hope the bowlers can strike back. Okay, that's things you need to know in cricket today. Hodgie, what about this segment? I like this one. The Social Media Self-Promoter Award. You've got the nominations. We, uh, and yeah. I'll, I'll do the boats. Is that the way we'll do from yes, we got the a, last Yes, week? we've got a couple of nominations this week. And one is, uh, well, it's a, it's one of our greatest fast bowlers, Brett Lee Binger. Um, and this was put in by the Aussie Cricket Podcast, actually. They yes. dogged him in beautifully. And it was Binger sitting in first class on his oh, way man. over to India to commentate on the series coming up, um, thanking the Singapore Airlines Champus. for champagne in hand, probably a prawn cocktail. Um, Binger, we know you're a star and you live in a great part of Sydney and you're loaded, but keep that self-promotion to yourself, please. So that's no, nomination. I'm going the one. other way. Keep doing it, Binger, because right. then we get nominations. Okay, you got another one there? Well, another one is, is Dino, um, who's second week in a running for Didn't Dino. get votes last week, got no, a mention. He got a nomination, yep, yep. So this might be his week. So Dino was uh, out self-promoting for um, Star India, who... Got the rights to the got IPL. Got the rights to the IPL. So Dino was just out there congratulating all those involved oh. in Star India. And I imagine it's... And, Basically, selling his skills as a uh, as a commentator. commentator that's yep. what he does. Yep. Um, so we thought that's not necessary. That's pretty clear. Know. That's yep. that's a pretty certain. I'm available. Clear nomination for self promotion. Excuse me. Yep. And uh, we had another one with with Aaron Finch, and Craig Mezger has dobbed him in beautifully. Thanks, Craig. So about a week ago, um, young Aaron. He was returning home for his injury in Surrey, obviously thought he has nothing better to do. And four years ago, he posted in that he made 156 for Australia of 65 balls on this particular day. 
So that is self- and he's retweeted it. Yes, he's no, he put his own achievement up there. Oh, geez. young Aaron Finch. Um, and then that's votes for Finchie. Yeah, I would have thought so. And uh, the other one is Aussie cricket podcasters dob me in as well again. I was, gonna, I, I um, thought you were going to leave it out. No, I, and you courage to nominate yourself. Oh, well, yes, because I'm I'm quite confident that you and me are going to get a lot of votes. Yeah, in well. <laughs> Um, well, yes, there has been a lot of nominations for getting this podcast out there, but that's, that's null and void. I think that's just, that's, that's not self So your tweet, that's just you're awareness. with a lovely group of people, ha- had a lovely lunch with the sponsors of, what's that one? AIHL? It's the Australian uh, Hockey League. With um, Commissioner Robert Bannerman. That's yes. no relative of the Bannerman that scored 100 on test debut in no. 1870, the first person to score 100. I think he scored 65% of the runs scored in that innings. Can you confirm or deny that Robert's not um, a descendant no, I can of neither, Alec, Alec Baldwin? No, Bannerman? I can neither do any okay. of them. He's, he Dinner at Heston from, too. Jeez, that crown. It was fantastic. Jeez, you, it was a um, tough Saturday. You're a bit of a high flyer. This was a real tough Saturday. And, you, and I was lucky enough, and this is self-promotion, I was in a wonderful position to be able to sit there. And I actually ate, for those that follow MasterChef on Channel yeah. 10, I ate that lamington with the 109-step uh, challenge that they had. It was magnificent. What do you mean, 109-step well, challenge? There's 109 steps, oh, steps to build to a lamington. I step can you believe that? Time. No. I can go down to the local shop and get one for $1.50, but... That's uh, very Aussie of you to eat a lamington mm, as well. Yeah, but anyway... That uh, should be a part of our diet. Uh, Aussie yeah. Cricket Podcast has dobbed me in. Well done to Craig Mezger and the Aussie Cricket Podcast. Make sure you, you check out that as well. Everyone there, uh, my votes, I'm going to go, oh, Jesus is tough. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Finchy four, four votes because that, that's yeah. just a blatant, yeah. um, we hey know guys, a I scored this yes. three years ago. Yes. You're a good player. I think I'll give Dino three because that, that that's a clear, um, well done, yes. I'm and available. Looking, I'm Use looking me. for a job. Yeah, I'm Two to Bradley Hodge because... Ooh. That is, um, you own this segment, and you must have known that was a chance to get nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was and and Brett Lee, well done, Bing. You, you, you go on business class or first class. Um, keep them coming because mm. we, we'd love to give you some votes here. So hope you enjoyed the social media self-promoter. Send in any suggestions to us on tweet, Facebook, Instagram. We're, we're both on it, or Bradley. So yep. um, we need your help. We need to help. There's, there's, and don't just leave it to cricketers or sports people. No. There's, there's plenty of uh, we're gonna look celebrities. To the, uh, we, we, we might look, we might look west next next week. Where's west? Uh, which way is that? That's Europe, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We okay. might, we might head over to England see if there's any superstars coming out of there. Maybe Wayne Rooney. See what he's got for us of self promotion. Or I will tell you, the trouble he got during the week. Oh. I don't think he would have been tweeting that much. How well he drives at night, I suppose. No, I think there were some yeah. other issues there, Brad. Okay, yeah. let's move on. The how to guide, Bradley. This one, the how to guide from myself would be is how to present trophies after finals. Oh my! Now, God. one of our great. Mates, Dan Christian, Victorian Bushrangers, Redbacks, Australia. He's back in the Australian T20 team. Good to see that. He's captain over there in the NatWest T20 Blast Trophy of the Knots Outlaws. I like that nickname. Yeah, Outlaws. They beat beat my Bears, the Birmingham Bears, Bears in the final. Uh, DC, what about when he's batting? May 24, of eight deliveries. Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) 
But he's, he's a superstar in T20 at the moment. I think he did the same thing in the... Plenty of wickets too for Dan Christian. final as well. Yep. Um, he's an explosive player, always has hmm. been, and I think he's quite comfortable where his career is here. Yep. What he's not comfortable with is he got presented the trophy no. from a, a lady from no. Nat West, and I don't know how many times she's presented trophies in finals before because... Dan is going up because when you're called, you go straight yes. towards where the trophy is. But this lady hasn't just lifted up and gone to the right. She's panicked. She's panicked and gone straight backwards. DC walk is walking straight into it. Bad technique. He gets smashed in the eye. He now has a black eye, a bleeding black eye. I know they're their outlaws, mm. but you know they're happy to cap a copper ball there, not not a trophy. Yes. And then she jumps forward like jumps the ship. He Jumped actually, the ship. He actually did tweet his injury, and mm. which probably could have made our last segment. But anyway, her delivery of the trophy. Just a poor technique. No, horrendous so- technique. A, she hasn't probably studied the techniques before. She hasn't probably watched any FA Cup or European World Cup soccer, how it's presented. There's plenty there's, of, yes. There's plenty of instances before where she could have seen what's happened. Um, and that West would no doubt sponsor a lot of sporting yeah. Um. I suppose I question the bosses there. Like, do yeah. they have a? And if they don't already, is there a specific role for a trophy presenter uh, at NatWest? Because might, I'm yeah. available. Yeah, I'm, I'm available as well. And this is also because I'd lift it straight up. Wait till the captain up. gets their hands on it. Then you get out. You don't just throw it backwards and I'm out of here. Well, there are she a panicked. few people that like to get their face on the presentation table. But anyway, this is important. I don't important think she was that like that. I the thought... how-to guide is vital. Mm. A, a lot of footy presentations are happening as we speak. Yeah. Um, the end of footy season. We're going to see the AFL Grand Final in a couple of weeks. So let's watch Who's that Who's presenting technique. it? Hurdy. Yes. James Hurd's presenting. I wonder if James has seen this. Let's watch his technique. And then those will see probably the skill of a true champion. James, if you're listening... You know, tweet, put your arm out to us because we'll, we'll give you some. We'll give you some tips mm. there. Well, yeah. if he listens to it, he'll know what to do anyway. Now, have you got a how-to guide for this week? My how-to guide. Um, no, I thought your how-to guide was about sportsmanship. Oh, yes, is this which is very topical in the last couple of days. And um, yes, that's the thing we. The how-to guide of sportsmanship. Now, we want to go to the CPL again. And we mentioned me before, but Kieran Pollard. Kieran Pollard. One of the greatest T20 players of all time. Yep. And this captain of the Barbados yeah. Very competitive. Very competitive. Anyway, I don't think they're going to win the Fair Spirit Award anytime soon, the Barbados Well, Trinus. they couldn't have got votes after this game. Because what's happened is that the Barbados Tridents were playing against the St. Kitts Nevis. And the Patriots. The, the Patriots, is it? Yeah. Ah, okay. I actually play for that team. I should know that. No, I mentioned that last week. You know, <laughs> in those 48 teams you've played for, I yeah, mentioned the Patriots. That's one of them. Anyway, tracking down a average score of 129 for victory, Chris Gale and Abba Lewis have really made a, a demolition act of this. And uh, Evan Lewis needed a boundary. He was on 97, not out, to cut a long story short. Um, so he needed a boundary to score his hundred, with one wicket, one run to win, and Kieran Pollard deliberately oversteps the pop increase, delivers a no ball, game finished, game over. So no chance for Evan to score his hundred. Um, and it's poor. 
I just don't know what was going through Kieran's head because he's probably had a couple of choices. Yes. Um, and his choices would have been accept defeat, we've lost, try and get him out or get a single. He finishes 98, not out. They win the game, you shake hands, you walk off. B, um, he could have just lobbed one up in the slot and allowed he smacks him, it over in the stand. Yeah. We're in the business of entertainment, T20. Yeah. The crowd go nuts. We all jump around and they all drink rum and punch later on in the evening. Or let's do the third choice, which is the idiot choice yep. of bowling a no ball. So probably his mate can it not get a It finishes on century. a sour note, doesn't it? Um, and, and then has the audacity to walk up and shake his hand? And, I want to know what was the, said there. I've no idea. I don't idea. think so, because he was shaking his head. I'd like to hear from Evan, who looks a brilliant young talent. Oh, he's a guy. Like, he looked up his international T20 record, averaging 35, strike rate of 150, 160. Mm. He made Chris Gale the secondary partner. This is how well he's hitting it. Hit the fastest half century of the tournament, 19 balls. But here was his chance to have... I don't know if you've seen the movie The Natural with Robert yes. Redford. This was his Roy Hobbs yes. moment. Point the finger. Finish with a six. Six. Mm-hmm. Um, Pollard. Cool people. People would say, "Yeah, well done to to, to Corin." How know, can you if, say if, well I, done? Well done. No, no. no uh, if he'd just just even yes. if he just competed and got hit for four. Because I remember as a kid watching Ian Botham bowl to Greg Chappell in a Test match. I reckon it was 1979, 80. Yeah. Greg's on ninety six. You know what Beefy Botham does? Bowls a slow bouncer yeah. to allow Greg the chance to hit a six. Now, he hit it for four, ended up 98, not out. But I remember yeah, thinking, I like pretty good bloke there, Ian Botham. And I it's like interesting, that. karma looks after you. But the chance to, to and as you said, we're in the entertainment business, yeah. we're in the sportsmanship business, mm. and um, no votes there for Kyron Polo. No, none at all. And i got a little story about that as well, just to cap it off. Uh, I was umpiring in the under 12 A's last year, and a, and a young kid was... Danced down the wicket of the last ball and was clearly stumped by two or three metres. And I was giving not out. Anyway, they all had a good Saturday. We walked off and yeah. all's done well. So, Kieran, pitch the ball up. Let him hit it for six and move on to the next contest. Okay, that was the how-to guide. More on the next episode. Okay, to finish it off, headlines. It's day two at the moment. End of the test match. What are they going to be? For me, it is Paddy Wax. I'm predicting a close one, and Paddy Patrick Wax. Cummins yep, like won the test match with the bat in his yeah. first debut test match against South Africa. I reckon he's going to hit the winning runs. Yep. Gary Lyons down the other end. We win by one wicket. Paddy Wax. What about you? Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm calling, I'm not sure it's going to be the end of the, but I'm calling Warner goes chitty, chitty, bang, bang. I reckon he's going to double up. I can see a double ton. For the Kaboom boy. Oh, uh, double ton yeah. in the second innings of a uh, test match on, on potentially a turner. Well, I don't even think they'll need a second innings. I just think he'll he'll go out there and pile on 700 and then the wickets in the second innings are irrelevant. I'd love to see either of those. Mm, I reckon we? Warner double 100, Paddy hitting the runs. Hey, mate, that's it for the Bowlology Report Episode 2. Bradley Hodge, thanks for joining us. And make sure that you subscribe on SoundCloud. We're, we're out to iTunes, Hodgie. I, I reckon we're, we're not that. far, but make we sure need your help. you have a listen. And we'll be back with episode three next week. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.